politics, pop culture, and a whole bunch of other things that start with the letter P. The Mark Harvard Podcast. Who knew that optimism could sound so sarcastic? Hey, 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 welcome in to episode 45 of the Mark Harvard Podcast. You know, we're at 45, and I understand there's a big difference between 45 and, I don't know, 52, but this is actually the one-year anniversary of the podcast. That's right, yeah, we had a few weeks off here and there, you know, sickness happens. But, uh, yeah, it's been a fun year, a lot of growth this year, and thank you to everyone who's been along this journey. It's the little podcast that could, you know? <laughs> we've got some amazing guests on, on the program, and, uh, you know, we've got some big things happening. In fact, later on today on the show, we've got uh, we've got Lori Stroud-Franklin. She's with Birmingham Christian Family Magazine. She's going to be on. We're going to be talking about something very exciting that's coming to the podcast and uh, this is a huge announcement. I'm really excited about this. That's coming up in the, the second segment, uh, so stick around for that. But before we get there, a lot going on. And, I, you know, i got to come out of the gate with this one, man. I, this is one my, my wife actually sent me this link. She said, uh, have you seen this? I'm pretty sure I saw this, uh, this story. But, uh, yeah, the last of the escaped monkeys from a crash uh, on uh, Saturday, this past Saturday, has been accounted for. A trailer load of 100 monkeys. Yeah. Yeah, they were in a truck. It collided with a dump truck on a Pennsylvania highway. A bunch of monkeys escaped following Friday's collision. Uh, only one had remained unaccounted for as of Saturday morning, prompting the uh, Pennsylvania Game Commission and other agencies to launch a search for it amid frigid weather. And uh, a spokesman with the Federal Centers for Disease Control and Prevention said in an email Saturday evening that all 100 of the monkeys had been accounted for. Uh, three were dead after being euthanized. I guess they were just they were just hurt in the uh, in the uh, in the crash. The email did not elaborate on why the three were euthanized, but how all came to be accounted for. But uh, they said that. Those euthanized were done so humanely, so it was in a you know in a clinical uh, situation, you know sedation, all that sort of thing. So the shipment of monkeys, they were en route to a CDC-approved quarantine facility after arriving Friday morning at New York's Kennedy Airport, and it, from an island nation in the Indian Ocean, the Atlanta-based CDC said the agency was providing technical assistance to state police. The collision occurred Friday night on a state highway near Interstate 80 uh, in Pennsylvania. And they were head, like I said, they were head to a quarantine facility. So let, so just, just, just so you, just so you're caught up, just so you understand what has happened here. A truckload of monkeys collided with a dump truck. They were headed to the CDC, and they were briefly missing. I think I've seen that movie before. You know, was it Franco in that movie? <laughs> Uh, if only they had a barrel to get them all in, you know? I mean, there's like a hundred monkey jokes there. Um, did they check the top of the Empire State Building? They, they may have been there. I, I, I don't know. Uh, they, did, they did issue the warning while they still had some monkeys out there. It said, anyone who sees or locates the monkey is asked not to approach it, attempt to catch it, or come in contact with the monkey. Please call 911 immediately. And it was due to it not being a domesticated animal and those being in an unknown territory. Hard to say how they would react to a human approaching them. They don't even know. I mean, the things may you know turn around and go vicious. These 
monkeys can be mean, you know? And I'm, I mean, I'm not just talking about in a cute little mean way, but no, they can rip your face off. It literally, it can happen. So, yeah, the driver appeared to be disoriented. Well, they, they said after the crash, passenger thought he might have injured his legs. And they said crates littered the road as troopers searched for the monkeys. Rifles in hand. They used thermal imaging to locate the animals, and a helicopter also assisted. I'm looking at a picture of <laughs> in the article, and it's on foxnews.com. But they just, <laughs> in case you don't know what a monkey looks like, they they put a it's a picture it says a small monkey and it, it, they're crediting iStock with it and it's just a picture of a random monkey it's not one that was in the crash has nothing to do with the kind of monkey that was in the crash it's just a small monkey iStock <laughs> thank you Fox News for doing the thinking for me I I was I was trying I was mixed up uh, and apparently I was thinking of a donkey not a monkey so I appreciate the uh, clarification there Fox News. Thank you very much. <laughs> good grief. Um, speaking of good grief, okay, so I know right now uh, a lot of people are really uh, we really are suffering through this this latest uh, Omicron variation of the COVID. Um, it's really hitting big this week in a lot of areas is when it's supposed to crest in in Alabama. It's supposed to be cresting this week. That's what I'm being told from people that I that I know and trust over at UAB and that sort of thing. So a, a lot of people are just, they're very anxious about it. There's a stress wall that has built up and uh, just, you know, working in the church, we see a lot of it. Um, trying to help people through tough, anxious times, counseling people through that sort of thing. Um, out in Charleston, there's a group of moms that have just had it. And I... Some I, I can on, on, okay. Part of me can understand where they're coming from. I get the frustration. Another part of me thinks that this might be a little bit on the cuckoo side. So they say moms are fed up, not tired, not overwhelmed. I beg to differ. I've seen my wife through this. She's a little tired. She's you know she and I both get tired, overwhelmed, and upset. But uh, the the article says that that uh, that the moms are fed up. Kids are sent home from school or daycare because of COVID cases. That's happened so much in the area. We've got, um, you know, half schedules where, you know, I mean, last name of A through K goes on Monday and Tuesday. Wednesday, everything's closed for them to to, uh, scrub everything down. Then Thursday and Friday, the rest of the alphabet, that sort of thing. And it's that whole work-life balance is getting thrown completely off. And I get it. If my kid's school closes... Um, my wife and I basically have to do rock, paper, scissors to see who stays home from school. I mean, who stays home from work to hang out with Jack. Um, not that either one of us doesn't want to, because Jack's a cool kid and he's a lot of fun, but, uh, we have work to do. We have jobs. And so it becomes this thing of, uh, okay, I was off last week for this thing with, like, I take him to the doctor's appointment or whatever, so I need you to do it, that sort of thing. There's a lot, and... Luckily, we both have jobs where we, you know, she can work from home. I can do some work from home. A lot of people don't have that flexibility, and so I get where others are way more stressed out about it than I am. So you, because I mean, you can't do a Zoom call when your kid is crying or or your maybe your baby needs a diaper change or something like that. Um, there's a lot of stress, worry that comes with it. Um, on Thursday night, a group of moms in Charleston, North Carolina, or Charleston, South Carolina, sorry, geography, 
uh, led by a woman named Sarah Harmon. Uh, she's a therapist. She runs the health and wellness suite at the School of Mom, which is apparently a thing. Uh, about 20 women gathered on the track at Charleston High School to sound out their frustrations. They went out and they did the primal screaming thing in the middle of the field. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wish I had audio. Uh, it's a safe place to be with other people, they said, feeling the same thing was with having a kid that can't be vaccinated. This is the second time they've done this, actually. They're calling it a group screaming. And the first time was in March of 2021. They said it was an Arctic night, but people came out anyway, and we just screamed at the top of our lungs, and then we hugged and went on our merry way. I I don't... Maybe, maybe I need it to explain to me. I don't get the primal screaming thing. Now, I mean, I've gotten upset and, you know, maybe, you know, said a few things I shouldn't have, you know, just to the air, you know. <laughs> I, I was finally taking down our Christmas decorations here at the house, and I did that a few times. Because once, because I hit myself in the head with something, and another one because I had some lights that were tangled around something, and yeah, it was, it was frustrating. I mean, granted, not COVID frustrating, but it was frustrating. But uh, they said that uh, being a mom... Uh, can be difficult in normal times. I would interject being a dad as well because these, you know, these roles get swapped. I'm just saying. Um, and so the therapist said that she's hearing parents and clients talk about their struggles. It's culminating in just this intense rage, and they have nowhere to put it. And so they're grabbing up light props and going to the middle of the field, and they stand in a circle and they just scream. And then use any curse words that came to mind. The last round of screaming was a mini contest to see who could keep screaming the longest. And apparently Jessica Buckley won that one. So congratulations, Jessica, I guess. Um, they said it felt uh, cathartic. I felt like it was less into the void and more together as a community. Are you at this point? Are you at this point where you, you feel like you're so frustrated you just need to do the primal screaming thing? I don't guess I've ever been there. I've been frustrated to the point where I have beat the devil out of the the uh, of the of the uh, steering wheel of my car. I've been frustrated to the point where I've I've just completely shut down. But I've never been frustrated to the point where I've just I felt like I needed to go to the middle of a football field and just yell. I don't know. Maybe I should try it. Have you ever done that? Let me know. Uh, send me an email. Mark at Mark at MarkHarvardCreative.com. And uh, and let me know about that. Oh, you can also uh, leave a message uh, in the uh, in on the social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, yeah, let us know about all that. And let me know if you've ever done this before. I'll, actually, I'll post this article on social media, and uh, I'll, I'll leave it in your comments. You ever done this? You ever done something like this? It would be a better question, I guess. I don't know, man. I don't, I feel like I would feel silly. But, yeah, maybe maybe it works. I don't know. Hey, listen up. Coming up after the break, we've got our good friend Lori Stroud Franklin. She's going to be in with us to talk about some cool things we've got coming up here with the podcast and Birmingham Christian Family Magazine. Also, some cool things that her magazine is doing for parents. Well, okay, they're doing it for high school seniors, but uh, more importantly, the parents of the seniors because, in most cases, those people paying for college. So... <laughs> That's coming up in just a few. Stick around for that. Also on the way, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, these guys that got a little mixed up. A little bit mixed up. They thought that uh, crypto bucks and NFTs uh, gave them rights to make movies. And that is not the case. <laughs> 
We'll talk about that in just a few as well. Stick around. All that and more coming up. It is the Mark Howard Podcast. Stick around. how thrilled we are to continue our relationship with Excalibur Service Company. They are the people that I use in my house, and they're who I suggest you use in your house for all your home needs. Air conditioning, heating, duct cleaning, indoor air quality checks. These are the guys that can take care of it. They also offer emergency plumbing service because, you know, plumbing doesn't break in the middle of of a Saturday afternoon. No, it always happens in the middle of the night or when you least need it to uh, to be breaking. They're the folks you call. Like I said, they're who I trust my family is to, and they're who you should trust as well. It's Excalibur Services. Give them a call, 205-352-4160. It's 205-352-4160, or you can find them online, ExcaliburService.com, and tell them you heard about them right here on the Mark Harvard Podcast. You know, life is not always easy to navigate, and that's where our friends at All Things New Counseling Services, that's where they step in. They're going to help you get through some tough times. This time of year, people are looking at themselves. They're starting to think about all the things that they want to have a little different, and sometimes that goes hand in hand with some depression, some anxiety, some stress. The gang over at All Things New Counseling Services can help you out with that. Charmin and her team have an area of expertise that includes bipolar disorder, depression, eating disorders, substance abuse, PTSD, and trauma. And guess what? They also do telehealth. So no matter where you are, you've got someone who's there to listen and help you through some of those low times in life. Go ahead, check them out online, allthingsnewcounselingservices.com, and tell them that you heard about them right here on the Mark Harvard Podcast. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and online at markharvardcreative.com. The Mark Harvard Podcast. It's the Mark Harvard Podcast. We are back, and we are talking with my good friend, Lori Stroud Franklin, with Birmingham Christian Family Magazine. Lori, I am always overjoyed when you join us on on the show. Thanks for being here. Oh, absolutely. Great to join you. Thank you, Mark. How was how was your Christmas? How was your New Year? Well, as you and I have talked a little bit, it was it was a COVID Christmas. It was it was kind of miserable to be honest, but but much to be thankful for. The um, the family is all good now, and and you know what? Those kind of moments, um, I guess you know they really help us to to remember how special it is to to be together because we were we were pretty isolated. <laughs> Listen to you sounding like a Hallmark Christmas special. <laughs> It showed, us what, it showed us what the real important things were in life. That's right. I had plenty of time to watch some Hallmark. Oh, it was sad. <laughs> yeah. oh. Everyone had that, though, didn't they? Everyone had those. Uh, it seems like everyone, if, you, if you didn't have a, a COVID uh, Christmas, COVID New Year, it's like you, you, you know a number of people that did. Exactly. And, and exactly. Our, our house dealt with it not not right at New Year's, but uh, my little boy had it last week. And uh, or well, week before last. Now he got to go back this this past week, uh, back to school. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's like wildfire. What I've been told is that we're looking at uh, 
the Omicron peak being like within the next week. Um, okay. And so hopefully we'll see some receding there. But I know a lot of schools have gone to the the every other day or, you know, the split right. schedule and all that. I actually saw some press releases earlier today from uh, different counties that have done that. So. Uh, yes. So, yeah, it's just it's a tough time for folks. But, you know, while people have this time, I, I mean, you can sit on your couch or or sit on that mm-hmm. on that back porch on a sunny day and pull out a copy of Birmingham Christian Family Magazine. Right. <laughs> that's what I was just gonna say. We still have good news out there, and that's it. Don't we need it right now? Absolutely. So, yes. Yes. So, um, we still are spreading that good news at um, BirminghamChristian.com, and then of course, um, when people can, you know, get out and about, we are also, um, you know, available in hard copy in lots of places that you visit, including the grocery store and lots of churches and and that yeah. kind of thing too. So, yes. <laughs> so okay, we're we're uh, we're at the end of January, but uh, what kind of thing? I mean, the, the January issue is what's out right now. What uh, what yes. can we find if you haven't if you haven't delved into the website or on, on into a print copy? What are you going to find in that that issue? Right. So if you want to see it or, you know, view it online, it is it's birminghamchristian.com slash issues will take you you know straight to the to the latest issues and previous ones, too. But really, you know, the January issue it is one of those times where we focus on our health. Um, I've been trying to, to get back into to my exercise routine, but we have a, a full section in, that is called Here's to Your Health and have a number of different resources um, sharing with us just tips and, as it relates to, to our family's health, to our individual health, and, and how to make 2022 um, even better when it comes to, to living a healthier life, be it, you know, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. So that's, that's a big piece of, of January as well as um, some big opportunities as it relates to service. I think a lot of us, too, when it comes to New Year's and setting goals for the year, we think about, okay, where, you know, where did we spend our time last year? Where do I want to spend my time this year to make the most of it? And there are some wonderful service opportunities within our community to be able to to plug in and and help and really make a difference in 2022. So um, if that's an, if that's a goal on your list, um, you will find it in the January issue. And the cover story is, is just the most adorable cover story. Darcy Lynn, we were so excited <laughs> to be able to um, feature her and have her share her faith story. She is just a delight and is going to be, you know, right here in Birmingham um, in a few days. So, um, which is fantastic as well. But she um, is a delight and readers have loved hearing her story and where she's come since America's Got Talent. Now, now, in case you don't know the name, in case you're it's probably it's probably you probably know the name, but you don't know where you know it from. Um, she is a, a very young girl, a woman, or rather a girl, rather. Um, and she's a ventriloquist and she was on America's, right. America's Got Talent. That's where you've seen her. Uh, if you see yes. the picture, you're like, oh, yeah, it's that girl. And she, <laughs> yes. she uh, Lori's got Lori's right. She's got an amazing story. It, it really is just compelling. And it's uh, it's very hopeful. Yes, yes. And so when you look at the cover, you'll, you'll definitely recognize her because it's, it's her and, and, you know, one of her one of her puppets. So, um, yeah, a, a really fun cover story to, for us to be able to, to do this month. So, OK, so as we look into February uh, and yes. I don't want to I don't want to pull the curtain back too much because I know you've got some some cool things going on and, you know, timing and da 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 da. But if uh, if 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 uh, if if parents of seniors in high school. Yes. would want to look at February's issue. There's a good reason, yes. right? 
Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Because most parents of seniors in high school, and believe me, I've, I've had three of them, um, we are thinking about the future. And if our kids are thinking about college, how, how will that get that paid for? And it is such um, a joy that Birmingham Christian Family for the last um, three years now has been able to offer a scholarship um, to a high school senior, and it, all they have to do is complete a very short essay. Um, this year, we're going to be um, asking the students to describe a way that they've given back to the community during their high school career. So, focused really on on service, which you know we know is is a big part of living out our faith. So, um, that is going to be launching very soon. Just check on um, the website, and then I believe you know you'll be filling them in too. Um, mm-hmm as we get closer to the date. So um, yes, that is our Birmingham Christian Family Scholarship Program. We'll have an overall winner and and a couple runner up and you can use that money to go to any college of your choice. And it's interesting you said that that, that I'd be sharing stuff because um, we've actually, this is actually the first of what's gonna be a regular feature with you, you, Lori. Um, We're gonna have you on the podcast once a month, and actually in a couple of weeks, because it probably needs to be a little sooner in the month than this, but <laughs> but uh, if you want a monthly thing, um, I, I'm thrilled that we're going to get to work a little closer together between the Mark Harvard podcast and Birmingham Christian Family Magazine. Absolutely. I am too. I am too. And, and you know, Mark, I feel like um, when you were so gracious to work with us on our Celebrate the Family Expo last year, um, it just created some synergy, you know, and in, in terms mm-hmm. of like what what is a value and what where um, what our missions are. And so I'm so excited that um, we're going to be able to do that on a regular basis. Exactly. We're going to be, uh, we're gonna be uh, helping to, to give some insight, maybe go a little deeper on uh, some of the, uh, some of the stories you've got and, uh, and also just, you know, really work together on, on some projects because, you know, and I, I've told you this a thousand times probably, and it, it, it's never not true, but uh, I love working with good people doing good things and Laura, you and, and everybody at the magazine, you 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 that you fit that bill. You're good people. You're doing great stuff. You're doing some amazing amazing things, and uh, it's it's a good partnership. And uh, I hope it's a longstanding one. Me too. Me too. Thank you so much, Mark. Absolutely. So, uh, once again, where can we people get? Uh, where can people find the magazine? Yes. The, the best place to go is BirminghamChristian.com. Go there to the site, um, the issue section. You'll be able to read the latest issues. And then there are also tabs for different areas of interest. So if maybe you are delving into um, wanting to know more about um, parenting or um, family fun ideas, we have a, a huge events calendar that's updated um, almost on a daily a daily basis um, that's geared towards family fun and, and family resources. So, yeah, BirminghamChristian.com is really the place to go. Excellent. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Thank you. All right. Stick around. More to come. It is the Mark Harvard Podcast. Stick around. The Mark Harvard Podcast. Winter is here, and now is a great time to jazz up your winter wardrobe with some new gear from the Mark Harvard Podcast Store. Get hoodies, sweatshirts, long-sleeve tees, and more. Plus, you can get mugs for your hot coffee or tea. All kinds of great winter gear at the Mark Harvard Podcast Store. Go get it at markharvardcreative.com. That's markharvardcreative.com. Old World Lumiere Candle Company has been with the Mark Harvard Podcast 
since the very beginning. And let me tell you how happy we are. You can get all kinds of scents, guys, to make your house smell great. And they aren't just your frou-frou floral stuff. Guys can get candles like bourbon or leather, and they come in these really cool glass containers. Check them out. Everything they've got is at OwlCandleCompany.com. And tell them I sent you. It's Old World Lumineer Candle Company. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and online at MarkHarvardCreative.com. The Mark Harvard Podcast. Hey, don't forget to check out our sponsors. Uh, support the people that support us here at the Mark Harvard Podcast. All things new counseling services. Charmin and the gang, there they are there. If you need somebody to talk to, you know, this, times can be rough. Earlier we mentioned... That uh, crowd of uh, folks that went out and did the primal scream thing in the middle of a uh, of, of a football field out in Charleston, uh, Charmin. If, if, you're, if you're if you're at that point, I would suggest calling Charmin. It's uh, you can get all the information, contact info, all things new counseling services, uh, and they, it also doesn't matter where you are. They're based out of Tuscaloosa, Alabama, but you know they'll do the telehealth thing where they'll talk to you, you know, via a, a, a video conference. And um, so anywhere you go, you've got someone there to talk to. Good stuff there. Also, Excalibur Service Company. They are the gang that was at my house this past week. They did my annual checkup on my service on my uh, HVAC unit. Heater, good to go. Working a little hard, but you know what? It's also 27 degrees outside, so uh, to be expected. But they came in, they came out, they were in and out in an hour, and I now have the the confidence that my heater is going to keep my family warm. They're who I would suggest you call as well and get the uh, get the year uh, the yearly um, support uh, thing that gives you all kinds of discounts. You save money. You get two f- free uh, inspections a year, and you also get a discount on emergency plumbing as well. 205-718-8688. It's Excalibur Service Company. Tell them you heard about them on the Mark Harvard podcast. Now, I I'll be the first to tell you I am not a know-it-all. When it comes to the NFTs or the crypto bucks, I am I know I am an, a dullard and an idiot when it comes to stuff like that. I have no idea. So I feel like there'd be people that 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 dabble in it that know better than I do what uh, what is allowed, what's not allowed, what the rules of the game are. But apparently they are not much smarter. So th- this this couple of crypto bros, as they're calling them right now. They they bought an ultra rare copy of uh, the one of the filmmakers, the guy that that uh, wanted to make a Dune movie. It went up for auction. Uh, Jodorowsky is his name, Alejandro Jodorowsky. Put the book together as a way to pitch his creative vision for a big screen edition of Dune, complete with some cool depictions from uh, a French sci-fi artist artist named Mobius. Uh, movie never happened. But fans of Frank Harbert's novel have kind of they've been kind of bated breath over the, this blueprint ever blueprint ever since the book was expected to get a cool thirty thousand to forty thousand at auction, so that people were just flabbergasted when it went for three million dollars. But apparently, there was a reason that it got that price. An online group known as the Spice DAO, which you know, Spice is like a current like a black market thing in in the Dune universe. Uh, they thought it would give them the rights to make their own Dune movie, which is not how production rights go at all. And to kind of understand what's going on here, we have to kind of discuss 
cryptocurrency a little bit because that's the whole thing. They're one of the several groups pooling tons of crypto to make big purchases and adapt them for a speculative future in which crypto reigns supreme. They're basically making a big deal out of it in hopes that it catches on and becomes more of an actual currency currency you know and these groups have attempted to purchase everything from blockbuster to the u.s constitution in an attempt to make an nft out of it and uh what sets this the spice dao apart is that apparently there's an idea that owning the pitch book from that movie that was never made meant they owned dune <laughs> so this past weekend, they tweet out their plans. Number one, make book public to the extent permitted by the law. Number two, produce an original animated limited series inspired by the book and sell it to a streaming service. Number three, support projects from the community. And I guess step four is profit. Well, the first goal is possible. They own it, they can put it out on the internet, they can do whatever they want to with it. It's, uh, yeah, actually part of it's already loaded onto the public sphere online already. Before they bought it, it was already out there. That's how people knew what was in it. But the next two goals, to produce and distribute an animated series and support other creative spinoff, they, that would require having legal ownership of Dune, which does they don't have. It's still a sci-fi adaptation of Herbert's novel, and that novel was recently the subject of a big-budget movie you may have heard about. Uh, it was eh, it was all right. Um, so they don't own it. So someone has had to give them the horrible, horrible news that they spent $3 million on something that they can't do. Now, what, what, what their options are at this point, they can do something inspired by the book and, you know, use some of the concepts. They can absolutely do that, but they cannot make a movie for the book Dune, nor can they use the characters in Dune because those are all covered by, you know, the copyrights that other people have. They can do something influenced by what's in that book. Uh, George Lucas has freely admitted that Dune heavily influenced Star Wars, but he didn't need to own any fancy pitch book to write a script for, you know, A New Hope. <laughs> you know? You can do something as an homage and use maybe some of those concepts that are in that book you just bought you for $3 million. I'm going to keep hammering that, by the way. Um, on a lighter note, a documentary about the plans for the Dune that uh, Jodorowsky was going to make uh, is available. So you can go see, you know, probably get to see some pictures and everything in this book that they paid all that money for that now they really can't do much with. Interesting. I've never, you know, I've over my over my years, I've thrown money away on stuff. Um, some, you know, sometimes it's been just wasted money. Sometimes it's because I, you know, overdue fees or, or a late fee here and there. It happens. I've never just outright paid a large amount of money for something and been that far off and not known what I could do with it, you know? I don't have... The, I, I don't know what world they live in. I don't live in a world where that's possible. My wife gives me the business if I waste five bucks. So I, 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 don't, I don't understand how that is a thing. Um, did you see this, this video? It, this is pretty cool. Um... <laughs> Millie the dog. You know, okay, first of all, let me just let me do some backpedaling here. I love my dog. My wife rolls her eyes every day because at some point she'll walk into a room and I'll be curled up on the couch with our dog Watson. He's a corgi. We'll be up on the couch, hanging out, just broing around, you know, talking about, you know, world affairs, 
Um, he's got an incredible, incredible mind, that dog. Anyway, <laughs> so we got this dog like three years ago, and now, and she openly will tell people that our little boy Jack, we got the dog for Jack, but it's obvious that I'm Watson's boy, not Jack. So she, ne- she also says she never could have ever guessed that I'd be such a dog guy because I grew up with cats, but love my dog. And I would if 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 Watson went missing, I would I would do a hard search for this dog, hard search. So I understand that you, sometimes you have to get uh, you have to get creative. Sometimes you've got to get uh, a little bit uh, a little bit MacGyvery. So when Millie the dog slipped out of her collar and became stranded in dangerous mud flats in Hampshire, England. Um, some volunteers and their owner came up with kind of an ingenious solution to get her home. They got a drone and they tied a hot dog to it and let the hot dog dangle from the bottom of the drone. A lot of these drones have like a payload, um, have a payload capacity and a payload uh, mode. My drone that I have has one of those. It just means it, it, it doesn't cut, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't move quite as nimble. It's, it's a lot, you know, everything is based on carrying weight at that point and moving very slowly. So, but yeah, they put this, uh, this hot dog, they tied it to a string. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, there's a hot dog at the end of a long piece of string at the bottom of a drone. And they led the dog out of the mud flats. <laughs> dog made it out. Just toucan sand to this thing. Just followed the nose. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, apparently, I mean, it worked. Millie got out, and, uh, I mean, CNN's got me a picture of, of Millie the dog and the hot dog and everything. The hot dog looks good. I mean, I'm a hot dog eater. It looks good. Um, so, yeah, happy ending for Millie and her owner. I would do the same for my dog. Hey, don't forget, uh, you can find us over on social media, anywhere you want. Uh, It's uh, Facebook, Instagram, we're over on Twitter as well. Uh, We're even on YouTube, although I haven't really been active on YouTube. I need to get back to that. Um, Go find us any of those places, though, and I'd love to uh, to have you over there. Be sure to share it with friends and interact. I I post throughout the week, and I'd love to get your thoughts on some of these topics. You may even hear them on on, uh, next week's show. And also, thanks to Lori Stroud, Franklin for coming on the show today. Always great to talk to her. We'll be see, we'll be hearing from her every single month, and we'll be hearing about the great things that are going on at Birmingham Christian Family Magazine. Um, don't forget, go check out the episode that's there now on their website. And next month, an article from yours truly in the February issue. So go check that out. Uh, it's Birmingham Christian Family Magazine. Thanks to Excalibur Service Company. Thanks to All Things New Counseling Services. Thanks to Birmingham Christian Family Magazine. Thanks to you. I'm out. The Mark Harvard Podcast.